At Traditional Medicinals, we're thrilled to announce our new line of energizing black teas. Our herbalists have blended organic Assam and Darjeeling black tea with beneficial herbs and spices to create revitalizing, refreshing, and invigorating teas. Sure to put a little pep in your step. Find all our new teas at Whole Foods or order online using the code WELL20. Traditional Medicinals. It's amazing what a plant can do. Guys, the topic that we're going to speak about today may be disheartening and maybe a little difficult for people who have been in toxic and abusive relationships, whether they're love interests or friendly. Um, if you are someone that could easily uh, be put in a frail mental state of mind due to previous relationships, I would say that today's episode is not for you. But we will gladly have you on the next episode. So if so, please skip. If not, continue us because we are shocked as you are. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Jay. Woo, yeah. And this is How Did I Get Here? Wow. How did we get here? How did we get here? You want to explain what the show is for the people who are viewing us for the first time? Viewing and or listening, yes. Of course. So welcome to How Did I Get Here? Where we live our best lives on the internet and come out on the other side knowing more but not feeling all that much smarter. What does that mean to you? What in the world could that mean? That is the same question. And that may be the very answer that we ask every day. Five head. What? Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Check out youtube.com slash diepod for full videos. And let's move on to the topic for today. I'm hmm. super excited for this. Topic of the day is what is narcissism? Hmm. What is narcissism? What is narcissism? What does it mean to be a narcissist? What is the dictionary definition of narcissism? Hmm. Hello? Vanity. Egotistical. Believing you are above the rest. Am I a narcissist? Are you a narcissist? Are we all actually narcissists living in a narcissistic world? Eventually leading to the fact that a such thing as narcissism doesn't exist due to the fact that we are all narcissists? <laughs> if we were all evil, would evil actually be a thing that exists? Because that would be the norm. Then it wouldn't be evil, would it? Facts. Six head. <laughs> Call me Tablo. <laughs> I'm wearing his hat today. Okay. Please respond to my DMs. <laughs> so according to the internet, the definition of narcissism is the pursuit of gratification from vanity or egotistic admiration of one's idealized self-image and attributes. And of course, uh, the term is originated from Greek mythology oh, wow. with narcissists. Yeah, I didn't know that. You 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 didn't learn this in school? No, I just knew what the word meant you because didn't know of about SAT narcissists? Academy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I was a Greek mythology kind of nerd. So ha. Let's hear this story. But, so yeah, I mean, it, the brief summarization of it here is: narcissist fell in love with his own image reflected in a pool of water. So it's just you know that level of like shallowness. Interesting. Like, yeah. It's a Sigmund Freud thing. Mm. It was introduced and became popular through his essay on narcissism, 1914. Wow. And the American Psychiatric Association has listed the classification Narcissistic Personality Disorder in his Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, DSM. Oh. Since 1968. And it draws from the historical concept of megalomania. What's megalomania? 
So uh, power tripping. Yeah. Is what we call that. Yeah. Power tripping. Megalomania. Being power hungry. Uh, power tripping. Do you have you have you ever seen someone power trip? Oh, uh, yeah. Explain. These are always fun stories. Uh, the best. Ten out of ten would recommend. I mean, it's just back to certain things that happened in um, high school. Uh, just certain people because they were put in certain positions, thought they had all the power, and it's like stop. We're literally in the same grade, and you were a few months younger than me. Let's talk about it. Narcissistic personality disorder. Mm. Are you a narcissist? I I wouldn't think so because I wouldn't say that my self-image is the most important thing for me. And I don't technically crave admiration all the time. And I don't struggle with empathy at all. I am way too empathetic actually. Mm. Humongous empath. Okay, I'm at a crossroads because <sighs> I struggle with empathy. Really? Because I'm more logical. Mm. I'm really, really logical. But I don't I don't think I don't have an exaggerated feeling of self-importance. Hmm. I actually feel like I'm a lot lower sometimes than yeah, most people. That's a mood. Yeah. <sighs> At Traditional Medicinals, we're thrilled to announce our new line of energizing black teas. Our herbalists have blended organic Assam and Darjeeling black tea with beneficial herbs and spices to create revitalizing, refreshing, and invigorating teas. Sure to put a little pep in your step. Find all our new teas at Whole Foods or order online using the code WELL20. Traditional medicinals. It's amazing what a plant can do. Hey, sleepyhead. Why so sleepy? Oh, it's because your mattress is a bag of potatoes and scrap metal. You should try a Nectar mattress. With award-winning layers of comfort, you can sleep easy knowing you got incredible value. Mattresses start at just $499, and you get hundreds of dollars in accessories thrown in as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to Nectarsleep.com. I mean, just because you may or may not, whoever's listening and are watching, have like recognized one or two of these traits within yourself, it does not make you a narcissist automatically. Especially if this is a personality disorder. That's something that needs to be like… Or does it? <laughs> what is considered a narcissist? In your opinion. Give me an example of an everyday narcissist. Uh, I don't know too many. I don't know. Just just what you would imagine a narcissist would be. So what I'm thinking is… Someone that uh, you know… Constantly you're out with them. You go to a cafe or something. Every time you cross by a window… Or a black screen car… They're always fixing their hair. Like… Mm, mm-hmm. I feel good today. Mm-hmm. Real confident. Mm-hmm. Egotistical maybe a little bit. Very talks down to others. Yeah, that's I don't know definitely. about the power tripping. Well, I don't know. I feel like narcissism could kind of go into gaslighting and that kind of thing. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's basically what you said. It's people that are really vain. People that talk down. That really don't have a sense of like, you know, being on the same level. People constantly holding themselves to a much higher standard than everyone else mm. around them. Don't see the flaws within themselves. Mm. Can only find flaws in others. Mm. Okay. Here's the thing. In our field of music especially… Mm. Um, there's a very specific niche group of people that apply to this I think. Mm. And so the distinction that I've made within my 10 years in the music industry in Korea… Is that 
all people that I've known that have made fantastic music that are really actually good at music can't be narcissists. It's impossible. Because Mm. those people are always in pursuit of better sounds and better quality music. Thinking that other people are above them and there are people better than them, right? Right. So it would actually be impossible for personal growth in your craft if you thought you were already at the top of the top. True. The tippity-toppity-tippity-top. But I agree with what you're saying though. Like I feel like people that are really succeeding in the music industry can't be narcissists. Especially if you want to play into the whole lack of empathy thing. I feel like most artists… I mean you're a special case. But like Mm. most artists are pretty empathetic and they're very emotional with things. So I mean like… I don't know. I'm emotional. I'm just usually angry. I'm very emotional. (laughs) But I don't feel like empathy towards people. Okay. Because like… Maybe it's just the situations that I'm in. It's like… Mahaps. If you're not doing your part… Then why would I care? I mean yeah. How you feel? No that… If someone's not doing what they're supposed to be doing… No that's valid though. That's valid. Alright. Let's move on to the next article. Oh this is interesting. The next article is about how narcissists all follow the same patterns. And here's some of the most common phrases they use. Mm. Narcissists act in similar ways. They tend to follow the same pattern in relationships… Ideals devalue discard. Idealize. Idealize. Oh, relationships. And those things are to idealize, <laughs> idealize to devalue, devalue and, and to discard. discard. They also have a certain way of talking. Here's some of the things that narcissists are likely to say in relationships and what stages to expect them. What are we expecting from this one? I think this is the most interesting article we've had ever on this podcast. All right. It's possible to meet someone and feel like you've known them your whole life. Often this just means that you're comfortable in each other's company. Sometimes though it can be a sign of something more sinister. Particularly if someone you're dating is professing their undying love for you when you've only known them for five minutes. That is already the biggest of red flags. Yes. The flag is waving over a country. That's how big that flag is. Break out the L word within even just like a week of knowing you. It's like, okay, stop. But you know that's only for America. That's right. Because I mean like you know here in Korea they, they say like I love you immediately. And it's but doesn't like, like yeah. <laughs> it doesn't actually mean like I love you Right. In Korea, right. Well, well it, it means I love you in Korea. But it's not I think the same definition of I love you. In America. Yeah in America. They right. hold different amounts of weight. Right. Because it's like when you first start dating someone's like oh it's like I really like this person. Or I have really strong feelings for them. We really click. But I don't think you bust out saying I love you until like a few months down the line typically. Or else it's like <laughs> we're done. Bye. Dude, I've 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 third wheeled before and I've heard it like on like the third, fourth date, and I was like Same. I had to sit there and think, like, did y'all really just say that? To yeah. Each other? It's been 40 days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, how do you know you love that person in I don't 40 know. days? That's why that's why I really don't think people should get married until after they've like dated for like over a year or so. Cause you don't know the true person until you spend so much time with them and you see them at their good, their bad, and their true colors. Like mm. The honeymoon phase is so superficial. You don't know what's going on within the first month or so. I would say even more than a year. I say you would have to even… I would be as bold as to say even experiment with trying to live with each other first before the marriage Oh, happens. I agree with that as an experiment. Yeah. I agree with that one. Because people change. They do. They say your high school friends become your worst enemies once you go to the same college and become roommates. Interesting. That's actually a very common belief. Huh. Diane, do you agree? She's somewhat hesitant, but I think she agrees. Hmm. Anyway, it's possible to meet someone and feel like you've known them your whole life. But this could actually be something super sinister. All right, narcissists sometimes engage in love bombing. Take notes, everybody. Love bombing. Pretending to be everything you've ever wanted. What was that? 
<laughs> Sorry, I said bombing and I thought of my song. I'm going to drink more water. Okay, I love bombing. <laughs> Pretending to be everything you've ever wanted only to turn it back on you further down the line. It's a manipulative tactic to reel in their targets and then shower them with affection and gifts. Then they start gaslighting and what abusing their victim. What Causing them to wonder what's real. It's all part of the plan to gain total control. <sighs> wow. Um, although there's no global summit for all dark triad people to get together and discuss their tactics. They do seem to operate in a similar system. Hmm, it's like they read from the same manual even though nobody gives them that manual. Said psychologist Perpetua Neo, Who works with the cool victims name. of narcissistic abuse. They're almost programmed in the same way. Mm. Alright so we're going to talk about some phrases… And stages now. If you want to help us with those. Yeah, of course. So the first thing is the idealization stage. Um, relationships with narcissists move very quickly. Uh, Neo said some people simply do mesh really well… Because they have similar interests and complement each other's differences. Which is very true. But anybody who tries to do it too quickly… Or like early on is basically accelerating intimacy. And that is bad news, she said. Anybody who has to do that suggests that they're doing something a bit creepy. In the first few weeks, narcissists will say things like… You're my soulmate. I've never met anyone like you before. You understand me so much better than anyone else. It's fate that we met. I've never felt this way about anyone before. Am I your only friend? You're my only friend. We don't need anybody else. You're so kind, creative, smart, beautiful, perfect. We'll be together forever. Dude, what the hell? Ugh, I don't like it. I've heard these things Dude, before. I feel like I feel like <gasps> everyone was just chilling until we heard, Am I your only friend? Am You're I my your only, only friend. friend. You're my only friend. We don't need anyone else. We'll be together forever. Wow, this is straight up wow. Heather's. Y'all seen the movie Heather's, JD and Veronica. Especially the musical, Our Love is God. Mm. Hello. I mean, okay, look, like you the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, we're not saying that if you do say these things, you're a narcissist. True. We're just saying that these could be one of the phrases. Mm. So don't don't be don't be surprised and like be like devaluing yourself in your head right now. Because mm-hmm. we're gonna go into more. Because uh the thing is I've heard people say these things and they're not narcissists. People like literally heartfelt mean some mm. of these things sometimes. Mm. Yeah, but And then number two, the devaluation stage. Once a narcissist has hooked their victim, they start showing their true self. This is where the insults and put-downs start slipping into what they say. They suddenly criticize things about their partner that they once seemed to love. Everything they say is a part of their scheme to shatter their partner's confidence. This can't be intentional. Is it, this is actually it's intentional. Intentional. So during the devaluation stage, uh, you can hear these phrases from narcissists. You're crazy. You're too sensitive. No wonder nobody else likes you. My friends, my friends hate you, but I always defend you and have your back. You're so insecure. You're insecure. Don't know that part. What's wrong with you? I ask myself that every morning. Um, aren't I more important to you than your friends? Your tears won't work on me. Why are you crying? Dude, these are so messed up. Like, that's disgusting. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> my friends no hate you. Nobody, dude, wow. <laughs> no, but the sad thing is… Like… I had this acquaintance in college… And they were very much so a narcissist… Because they started saying things like to me… And I'm just like… <laughs> Sepsty. No wonder nobody else likes you. Yeah, Ouch. Don't know what part. What song is that? Is that Katy Perry's song? <laughs> 
That's what Some, they're actually. Oh. <laughs> That's what makes it beautiful. <laughs> oh, 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 wait, wait, there's more. There's Hold more. Up. Wait, we're always going back up. Dude, wait. it's so bad. 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 Okay. Okay. So uh, they will also probably start explaining a, why their behavior, if they're ever like challenged and say things like, I'm like this because my parents were so mean to me. My ex cheated on me. Love is just hard. We have to work on it. Our love is God. Um, everyone abandons me, so you have to help me. I'm acting this way because I'm scared to lose you. Ow! I don't do it on purpose. I have a problem. Don't you remember how good things were at the start? Oh! <laughs> you need to stop being so selfish slash careless slash busy with other people. You can't blame me. You know I have a problem. Oh! <laughs> My I have lord. Many internalized, I have many internalized and repressed feelings about some of these statements due to certain people in my life that gave me trauma. Dude, my brain is shattered right now. <laughs> I've just realized that I have run into narcissistic people in my life. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, what is happening? Okay, they also try to devalue everything their victims love. Oh, they also try to devalue everything their victim loves, such as their interests, hobbies, even their family. They'll insult everything they can, saying things such as, I don't like your friends. They're not good enough for you. You like that? It's terrible. I can't believe you enjoy doing this. Your family doesn't like me. You probably shouldn't see them as much. If you leave and see your friends, I'll be angry. Mm -mm. Yep. (laughs) Okay. All right. Narcissists also play to their advantages, especially if they are older than their victim. Or they did them a big favor, like bringing them over from a foreign country. Um, Whatever they can play on for superiority, they will use for leverage and use to subvert the other party. They'll assert their authority by saying, I've been through more relationships, so this is why I'm saying this. You can't wear that because I said so. That makes you look stupid. Your dress is too short. (laughs) You know I'm smarter. You know I know more about this than you. I'm the local here. I know better. That sounds stupid. That just sounds stupid. That last one was dumb. If the victim dares to tell anyone about how they are being treated, the narcissist makes sure they are punished by making their life even more miserable. They say things like, Since nobody has found out, I'm going to get worse. Since somebody has found out, (gasps) because you broke my trust, you have to earn my trust back. Jumped. Can we get that in slow? Are you serious? This is disgusting. Mm, The discard phase. Okay. When a narcissist has completely worn their victim down, they may tire of them. It might be because they've bled them dry of funds or they simply found someone new to abuse. Either way, at this stage, their insults reach the worst level and they find more ways to tear their partner down, ensuring they leave the relationship as the winner. They'll hope poison at their victims, such as. Everybody Everybody hates hates you. you. You're a bad person. Nobody else will ever love you. I'm the best you'll ever have. Have fun being alone for the rest of your life. You did this to yourself. I don't have any more water. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that was Mm. was the article for today. That was a lot. Um, We are shocked at a lot of these things because… I think it made both of us realize that we've had these kinds of people in our lives. Yeah. Who are manipulative and narcissistic. But we hadn't realized the tactics that they were using. Mm. And I feel like our viewers could have had the same realizations or same epiphanies. Mm -hmm. So our whole takeaway from this episode has to be… 
uh, let's try to stay away from those kinds of people. If you've realized that maybe some of these people are around in your life, maybe it's time to scrutinize a little bit harder. Maybe to rethink and reevaluate mm-hmm. our relationships. And also, let's try our best not to become these people without knowing it. I think that's also important. Mm-hmm. And I will just tell you guys now, there's no problem at any time, whether it's friendship or like love relationship and saying no. Refusal. There's mm. no problem with that. You're not a bad person for refusing like something. Yeah. So. <sighs> Don't be afraid to say no. Mm. You hear me in the morning. Say yesterday was boring. When the hell you call me? to already been sleeping always the excuses my heart in blue and bruises it's just holding his breath up and what it's thinking ain't i with the truth is mm-hmm. past but when you tell me you gotta go go what tomorrow morning gotta catch us as you know come on tell me tell me tell me gotta know that everybody in the mama knows don't touch So we are back from the sound… The sound break? The song break? Song break. <laughs> the sound break. Hope you guys enjoyed that song by Senor Age. Yes. Yes. And so we got some questions from y'all to us. Mm. Uh, first question. Uh, so I've been thinking over and over about this and was wondering… What are your thoughts about it? Cats or dogs? I'm a cat person without a doubt. Why? They're cute. I mean some are dogs but like… Yeah. Cats kind of tend to stay this size. Dogs are… I like small dogs. Okay. Yeah. Teacups? Yeah, they're not bad. I don't know. Cats are just less maintenance than dogs. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, cats or dogs. So I've had a predisposition about cats. Just because of the fact that I've been more allergic to them than dogs before. And I've mm-hmm. owned dogs in the past before. My family has a dog. He's, he's too smart for his own good. I'm kind of I'm kind of starting to stray away from dogs and I've realized my friend got a cat recently and he is actually a lot more loving hmm. and a lot more attached than I thought cats would be. Hmm. Like he is just always next to them and like always like asking and like meowing at the top of his lungs hmm. to be petted and like and he's he's just so hyper. So he actually broke my stigma on cats just really? being like I don't care what you do. I'm being the corner. Do whatever I want. It's my house. <laughs> You know? Knocks over the glass. Yeah. Like I thought like the cartoon <laughs> depiction of cats was like, what actually cats were no. like. No. I might have to say cats. Yeah. I mean I also have a dog at home but… Yeah. Sorry I'm a cat person. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to apologize to your dog I'm at home? I'm sorry River. <laughs> Question number two. This is from Kath. Do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. What do you, why do you believe in ghosts? I… I've talked to my folks about this. My mom also does too. I feel like my mom and I are a bit more… Uh, we have a bit more of a heightened sense when it comes to these things. Because mm. 
I've seen things. She's not seen things but experienced things. And I'm like, yeah, ghosty ghosts are real. Interesting. Okay, yeah. so I, I do believe in ghosts as well. And I'm a little bit afraid of ghosts. The, the, I'm more scared of ghosts than actual people. Because you know how some people say they're more scared of being murdered by a person than being killed by a ghost? Right. But that's because they don't believe in the existence of a ghost. True. Recently, after I started getting help from my anxiety problems, mm-hmm. I no longer fear ghosts. Hmm. I can sleep well at night. Okay. So I think it might have just been my anxiety. Maybe. But I mean the thing is I feel like when people think of ghosts, they think of like… Things from like the ring or whatever. Exorcist, I mean like, like… yeah. You know, but like spirits have different… Like intentions. Not all of them are like malicious. So… Have you ever spoke to a spirit before? Spoke? No. But have seen multiple times. Yes. Have you interacted? What does a spirit look like? That's the thing for me. People sometimes say that spirits clearly look like people. Mm. Or just like paled out versions. For me they just look like complete shadows. Complete shadows. So they were a complete shadow to you? Yeah. It's happened to me during sleep paralysis. And other times. It happened more to me as a kid. Wait, when you were just like completely awake, this has happened to you? Mm. Like I remember one time when I was younger, I was at my friend's house as a kid. And um, she was asleep. But I was awake. But I could not move my body. But I saw so many shadows just like doing this. Like they were just like coming over me. And so I could not move. But I remember the second I did, it felt like I just like… I don't know. Something's like… I feel like time just like shifted. And I remember I screamed. And I ran to the hallway. And then her mom woke up. And was like, what's going on? And I had explained that I saw like… Things. <laughs> that happened a few times. Interesting. As a kid. Yeah. I have an interesting story for that. Ooh. My friend… Uh, we call him Porky. Oh, yeah. Um, so he… I went back to America for like two weeks. And he was living with me. He came back with me. came mm-hmm. back to Korea with me. And he was with me for like two weeks, right? And we're just chilling. We have a lot of stories actually. <laughs> First day I got back. We chill. Second day, all good. Third day, we go and watch a movie, right? We watched uh, the… What was that scary movie? The, the… When was this? A long time ago. But this is like <laughs> with the camera. Paranormal Activity? No. It's, it's uh, Blair one. Witch Hunt? Blair Witch Hunt? Blair Witch? The Blair Witch Project. Project the yeah. new one. We went new to watch one. that. Got the tickets dubbed. Came back to my house. Put it on the table. Walked upstairs. Went to sleep. Day was over, right? My sister wakes me up in the morning. She's like, why didn't you close the garage? And I was like, hmm. Did we not close the garage? And Mark's like, pretty sure we closed the garage. I'm like, okay. Uh, sorry, we'll definitely close it tomorrow or today. We go back out. Okay. We come back in. And then we're like, we're done with the day. I look at Mark and I'm like, we're closing the garage. Click button. Garage closed. Everything shut. Lights off. And I'm like, okay, cool. Figure it out. We look at each other. We confirm. We're good. Go back to sleep. Wake up the next morning. My sister's like, why don't you close the garage again? And we're like, wait. Something is weird right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Something is iffy. Next day. All good. Close the garage. Garage stays closed. Mm -hmm. The day after that, we drive out to Hollywood. For some, some, some odd reason. On the way back… On the way back home at night, I start getting these weird vibes. It starts feeling really, uh-huh. really weird in the car. Uh-huh. Mark is sleeping on the driver's passenger seat, right? Mm-hmm. We are having his Spotify playlist. And all of a song, this song comes on with the creepiest voice ever. It says, the devil's coming for you. You better run, 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 run. And 
and I'm just like, I'm tripping out. I'm like, this can't be real. True story, by the way. Ask Porky. I swear on my faith on the Lord. This is a true story. I'm asking about this later. This, the song comes on. And then it just keeps repeating. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, and I start getting scared. So I'm just driving. I'm getting creeped out. I'm getting like all these like goosebumps. Uh-huh. And then I noticed that because I was driving my dad's car. And he has a cross on his rear rear uh-huh. mirror hanging. Like, you know, like those yeah. ornaments. And usually, so the cross would face like this, right? Yeah. Towards you. It wouldn't face me. It was diagonal to me. Because it wouldn't face me. So I was getting scared. I was like, I was trying to make it face me. Right. The cross. It wouldn't. It started doing this. We get back home. And I wake up Mark. And I'm like, Mark, look through your Spotify playlist. What the hell was that song just now? And he's like, what song? And I was like, dude, I heard a song go, the devil's coming for you. So you better run, 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 run. The devil's coming for you. And he's like, I don't have a song like that in my playlist. We look through his playlist. No song. All of a sudden, as soon as we stop at home, cross goes, whoop. I go into my house, make sure my door is closed. I'm creeped out. I have goosebumps. Now, last part. I look at the ticket stub. I look at the ticket stub that we had from the Blair Witch Project. That was on the table. For some odd reason, something told me to pick it up. I pick it up. The numbers on it is 666. I, told, I don't remember that part. All I remember is 666 and getting creeped out. That's so interesting because what you're talking about is what I feel like people think about when they think of ghosts. They immediately go to demonic things. Yeah. That is some… Mm. Mark has a lot of stories though. Mark is a very spiritual person. Yeah, there's a lot of spirits attached stories. to him. There's a lot. I remember. We've, I think I've talked to him briefly about some stuff before. But I'm definitely asking him about this because… Ooh. Ask him, dude. But it's dang. a true story. Anyway. That's the questions for today. Ghost surreal. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that. And, uh, Happy Halloween. <laughs> if you have any more questions for our podcast… Please send your questions to… Hashtag HDIGH and let us know what we should be discussing on our next big question and hunt for the truth. Uh, you could send us questions on Instagram and Twitter at The Dive Studios as well as find the full episodes on youtube.com slash divepods. A few days after the audio posting, we also have a TikTok at The Dive Studios. And don't forget to subscribe and to review this podcast. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. How… At Traditional Medicinals, we're thrilled to announce our new line of energizing black teas. Our herbalists have blended organic Assam and Darjeeling black tea with beneficial herbs and spices to create revitalizing, refreshing, and invigorating teas. Sure to put a little pep in your step. Find all our new teas at Whole Foods or order online using the code WELL20. Traditional Medicinals. It's amazing what a plant can do. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.